Have you been dreaming of a magical wedding? Step into the grand ballroom at the George Washington Wyndham Grand Hotel, where glamour and glitz unite to create your perfect wedding day. At the George Washington Hotel, every detail is meticulously curated for you and your guests. Choose to have your ceremony and reception with us, or join us for a celebration after you say I do. All complimented by hotel accommodations that make the entire experience seamless for you and your guests. Start dreaming and planning your wedding at WyndhamGeorgeWashington.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's vaguely the Custard TV podcast. Uh, I'm Luke, editor and runner of the website, joined ably by Matt in the northern area and Gary in the London area with a ham sandwich. Yep. Is that literally what it is, or have you got anything else with it? No, it's, it's a nice uh, malted bread. Malted bread, I can't think what that is. Is that the bit with the bread with the bits in it? Yeah, basically, like, yeah. You know, bits in it. That's very much how I would describe <laughs> this podcast. It's just a podcast <laughs> with, with bits in it, really. Bits where we talk about TV um, shows, bits where Gary talks about American stuff, bits where we review things, and then bits at the end where we discuss uh, something for you to watch uh, in the coming week. Ham sandwich. How many been... sli- how many slices do you do normally? What of bread or ham? Bread. <laughs> well, two two slices of bread and, and two thin slices of ham. Okay. They're, is it way for thin ham? Uh, yes. Okay. Luke. Hey, everybody. Here's our staff. Gary. I never heard of him before today. And Matt. He's a professional. Talking telly. Try it. Just for one week. Just try the program for one week. This is the Custard TV Podcast. It's all a bit limp today, the podcast. I, I, uh, I apologise. Who are misses? Who are misses? Well, let's, 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 uh, um, thingy it up a bit now. <laughs> oh, I love you and your words. <laughs> That'll help. <laughs> well, I was, I was trying to say something, but everything I was going to say sounded a bit dirty. Who are misses? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and now over in the northern area <laughs> to thingy things up, it's Matt. Hello. Oh. Um, Hello. <laughs> I know what we're starting with. Cold Feet, the return of... <laughs> <laughs> the ITV uh, romantic comedy drama, um, as those of you who listened to the uh, Desert Island drama series that we did know, and if you didn't, you should listen to it. Um, this is one of Luke's favourite dramas of all time. This is coming back after 13 years of being off air. ITV brought it back. Original writer Mike Bullen has sort of um, imagined that the cast of still, the characters have still known each other for the last 13 years, and this sees them sort of all back in Manchester. Adam's come back uh, to see his son and try and get to his wedding. And uh, Luke, um, you did enjoy this. I heard you uh, very eloquently on the radio last Friday. Yes, I was, I was eloquent on the radio. Um, <laughs> just to clarify that. TV revivals make me nervous. I've been bitten so many times by looking forward to something I love coming back. And then it comes back and it's just not got the magic. And as Matt said to me when he went to the screening... What they did so perfectly was they didn't waste all the time on 
you know, meet having these people meet up again. They'd already known one another, as you said. Already, they hadn't uh, lost I mean, contact. The, the They're board. already established. There was no real awkwardness. It just kicked in. In fact, I think you could watch the final episode of episode five of series five and jump straight into this. And apart from the fact they've aged. I think you can enjoy it. It was funny, it was touching, it was sad. There's nothing like it on TV, there's nothing like it on the BBC, there's nothing like it on Channel 4, and Gary only lasted 15 minutes, despite the fact that he said he would watch it for me and Matt for proper discussion. Yeah, no, whoa, 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 whoa. I never said I'd watch all of it. If I wasn't enjoying it, I wasn't going to keep watching it. If you'd asked me and Luke to watch something... We both would have watched the whole thing, even if we hated it. We would have sat through and watched the entire thing, out of yes. respect for you and out of respect, so we could talk about it and say why we hated it. You know, yeah. Give it the full time. We, we'll know. We don't know that because I've we never would. asked you, you to do that. I've never asked well, you, you to do that. And you're not going to again now because you didn't make it all the way through the whole thing. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. fair enough, Matt. Your views as well. I want your views. Well, if you well go people who read the, the review, they'll know. Yeah. But if if they don't want to read the review, they just tune into they? the podcast. Here. Well, <laughs> if they just tune, if they're on a train, that it'll make them feel oh, uh, sick. Okay, to okay, read okay, the okay. I feel very much the same as Luke does. Probably, I mean, I haven't got the same uh, connection to maybe as Luke, but obviously, I mean, I I watched it when it was on before and I enjoyed it, and I think I enjoyed all the th- same things you did. It was funny. I mean, the, I think the bit that both, both me and you, I think, teared up a bit was a bit where Adam and his son were outside the house mm. and yeah. talking about Rachel and things like that. And yeah. um, and and both of us have seen the second episode and that, that goes on and is as good. I just think, it, I they've think got the it's chemistry, better in the chemistry's a way. there, the sort of balance of the laughter and the poignancy and everything like that. The youngster playing uh, Matthew Adamson, I think he's very good as well. It all fits together very well, and this is one of those programmes where it feels right that they've brought it back. I love that for him. Mm. Have you not got a more recent one? That is recent. Mm. Well, she's young, isn't she? Not really, she's 30. Oh, wow. 18 years younger than you. Just a number. Mm. Yeah. 18. So where did you two meet? Oh, it was very romantic. Tinder? No, not this time. I thought meeting her would be an anti-climax, but... It was just the opposite. A climax? No, that was the second time. And six months later, you get married. Yeah, moving in together to this fantastic apartment that we find. Well, Angela find. Well, congratulations. We're all delighted for you. Yeah. Well, I hope you'll be as happy as I thought me and Jenny were going to be. Oh. <laughs> How was your flight? It was good. Pete met me at the airport. Something of a surprise. Did I mention I'd been laid off? About a year ago. Still. Things are looking up. I've got two jobs now. What's the other one? Carer. Wiping old people's arses. Pay's not great, but the, the job satisfaction more than makes up for it. Really? No. What do you mean you didn't know? You talked for hours online. What, what the hell did you talk about? United. And City. Mm. Important stuff. Gary hasn't seen any of it because he just got to the end of the, of the first yeah. break. Well, if I can explain, because I feel I've been a little bit attacked on this podcast. I wonder why. I haven't had a chance to explain, and here's the explanation. After yeah. watching 10, 15 minutes... 
I was confused. I didn't know who these people were, so I stopped watching because it's clear. And as both of you have said, this is like a seamless carry on from the from from the last thing. I know their lives have carried on, but they didn't do anything to bring in new viewers. They went straight into old situations, new relationship, but, but very much those kind of like the, the, as you say, which is fine for people who are fans of the show. But as a new viewer, I had nothing to hold on to. They went straight into telling me about who these people are, and I had no, I had no idea, no way to follow. So that's why I. Well, what didn't you understand? I don't understand the dynamics of the relationship. I don't understand why he's in Singapore. Well, we I don't, don't, we didn't I don't know that. We didn't why, know he was in Singapore. We don't know why he's in no, Singapore. But, sure, but, but you knew he left at the end of the no, last series. No, 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 we didn't. Well, that seemed that seemed that seemed like it was obvious. But anyway, and also I didn't know what the relationships between them were. Two of them are married and two of them aren't married. You didn't get that and you didn't know that until you, at least You know halfway. that now. But no, but that's fine. But then try and do... That's what I'm saying is it, they weren't but, aiming uh, this. Gary, just, new, just... Hold on, no, hold on. Let me no, finish. Okay. Let me finish. They didn't aim this at new viewers. And that's fine. This is a nostalgia thing. And Luke and you are right. It was meant for those people who have watched the series before. That's the reason I didn't carry on. All the things you put up are things that we didn't know either. No, well, and I. But the thing is, I didn't know that until speaking. But you, so you didn't know. But your your point is that you, these put these things are things that you should know if you watched it before. But all the things that you put up are things that me and Luke didn't know either. Because well, no, no, no. You knew. you knew you knew that there were six people and there was three couples, didn't you? Yeah, but yes, I didn't know. I, well, I, so I didn't know that they weren't couples anymore. We didn't know that. I don't think they'd split up. Certainly, no. uh, the John Thompson and Faye Ripley couple weren't together at the end of the last series and have since so, got together. I think they could have done a, a, a recap or something. That's all I'm saying is... I, 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 I understand where you're coming yeah. from, but at the same time, fans of the show and people who've watched it are, are coming at a similar angle because a lot of the stuff that's happened in the interim... Is stuff that we didn't know going in. There could have been a better storytelling device, whether it be a new character, whether it had been there some was. sort of recap that could have helped people. Because I think there it was, was a new character, it... you just didn't get to that point. And well, also, bring him it's a shame because I mean, her. The first get... right. It's a shame because you didn't get to all the rhythm of the dialogue that Matt and I talk about. And the... anyway, Cold Fit continues Monday nights for the next seven weeks. Nine o'clock. It did exceptionally well on overnight figures alone. It got 6.6 million viewers. Universal praise, <laughs> bar one. Well, no, <laughs> and, I, I'm not. I'm, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I didn't hate what I watched. I did you enjoy the dialogue or anything? Not, or? not really, because I didn't understand any of the content. I just think, yeah, I don't know. I don't think you gave it a go. Till, I think you should have given it a go to the end and seen if you still had that feeling at the end of the Maybe, end. but I, I, I didn't. So what do you think? That you shouldn't be getting married. Oh, shut up. Here, look. This be tighter in the back. Tighter in the back. Mm. I just don't understand why you are. Because Angela's only got six months to live. Oh, my that's not true. I just had it to shut you up. Adam, seriously? Wait, Jen, do you remember what it was like to fall in love, eh? Well, vaguely. You know, the agony when he doesn't call, the ecstasy when he does. Sorry, is this Pete we're talking about? Oh, yeah. That's what it's like for me with Ange. That's because it's early days. You know, the first flush of romance. You don't get married 
off that, you wait till it's passed and then see if you can still stand the sight of each other. No, well, we can't. So, so what did you watch instead? I don't remember what I watched. What was that, oh, Monday night? Thrill- a thrilling, you know, I can't remember. diversity. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I did yesterday. Come on. That's why we need I... the TV diary back. Yeah. No, I don't remember what I watched. I can't remember. I know okay. I watched the quiz programmes and Thry Cold Feet and then I turned over. But I will be speaking to Mike Bullen on, on well... Later this week, well Monday. Pass on my depending best, on. I will. He, yeah, he, he will. will a, he will ask you on the podcast. Yeah, a, he will yeah. ask oh, whether you fine. watched I mean, it. I, I, oh, yeah, no, I, I actually give him that feedback because that is at least constructive feedback to an extent. Yes. I think. Oh, that's, so that's fair saying, enough. I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, like, there's a question like, for him. Then, did you think that you you've done enough to like welcome? But I, I don't think they wanted to. I think this. Oh, no, I think they did. No, I don't. Well, no, per, they, personally, I didn't. Anyway. Well, it's been 13 years, so I mean, even I have I've only watched yeah. the whole series twice in that 13 like my years. My mother, for example, who will have watched all the episodes. Oh, what's happened there? You used to call yeah. her your mum. What's happened there to call her your mother? <laughs> okay, my mum. My, that's weird now, yeah. My mum. My <laughs> uh, she. Uh, we had the fallout. <laughs> yeah. She um, watched it all and loved Because I was saying, are you going to watch Cold Feet? Yeah, I love Cold Feet. But I think if you yeah. asked her, uh, oh, what happened to the couples at the end of the last series, you wouldn't remember. Not a clue. No, not a clue. So let's do the sort of finish off the comedy season, the landmark sitcom season on yeah. BBC. The remakes uh, that have been on since we were last on are uh, Good Night, Sweetheart, which was a sort of continuation of the series, and Young Hyacinth, which was the uh, prequel to uh, Keeping Up Appearances. Gary, did you oh, watch I- yeah, I did watch that. I found it very strange, though, because I think I missed... After I, I, I re-listened to the podcast, I missed it live where you said there's no laughter track. And it did feel more like a... It felt more like a drama than a it's comedy. early evening drama, I yeah, thought. Yeah, it did, yeah. Um, it didn't make me do anything. I didn't relate <laughs> to her as Hyacinth, although I have to say there were, mo- there were moments where you could see they were definitely doing a nod, but I didn't, I didn't like the running dialogue track. I didn't like the fact that she was constantly talking to you, the camera. Well, no, Miranda talks to the camera. I think she was just talking yeah. to herself. She wouldn't know that, would yeah. No, I wouldn't know. Actually, the wouldn't. Yeah. Everyone loves um, but no, I, I, That should be our new slogan. <laughs> it, was, it was gentle, but I didn't laugh at any point. Uh, good night, sweetheart. No, I didn't yes, darling. <laughs> um, hey! One of these like, things they, just doesn't they belong. These, they had like um, porridge, are you being served? And uh, Young Hyacinth were announced like ages and ages in advance. You know, we saw like mm. uh, things of them, like press preview copies and things like that. And then suddenly there was this sort of reunion photo of Goodnight Sweetheart that surfaced, wasn't there? You remember? Mm. And then it's like, oh yeah, we're doing a Goodnight Sweetheart as well. And it feels like it was, oh, we need one more to fill like this half an hour slot. Who's who's free? Oh, let's get Nicholas Linders in for a bit. Also, it feels a bit like um, Marks and Gran who wrote it. They're trying to get them back on side after bit, Birds of a Feather left to go to ITV because they didn't want it back on the BBC and it's done really well for ITV. So this was Gary sort of rediscovering the portal back to um, the 1990s, or what was the 1990s now? I wish I could find the portal back to the 1990s, I tell you. Oh, but um, uh, So he is now <laughs> uh, firmly supplanted in 1962, but finds... Uh, well, no, he doesn't find the portal, does he? He meets with his, himself, he sees the day of his birth. That so... was very, very contrived and very, yes. very... I don't know what's going on, why is this happening? And then he ends thing. up in 2016, and there's a lot of sort of fish-out-of-water stuff, a lot of sort of 
Because I think if you'd gone in 1999 and come back to 2016, there's not that It's much. just the technology, isn't yeah. it? Really. So where this came alive for me, I think, was in the last five minutes where it was sort of the more poignant stuff. He found out that he had a daughter that he didn't know about in the present day. And Although then she's a terrible actress, so it's... And then, yeah, and then we went back to the 60s and he'd learned Hello by Adele. Um, who yeah. I think, after li- listening to him sing the lyrics, is a secret Goodnight Sweetheart fan. But what I would say is the poignancy, I don't think it sort of earned it, if you know what I mean, because what I'd have no. fan wasn't that funny. No. You have to put funny in a comedy before you hit the sort of emotions. This was a weird one to remake from the start because it was never. It was one of those shows that was on for a long time, but nobody really. It's knew like that. you mentioned, Lou, like two point four children. It'd be like remaking something like yeah, that. Or that and why would you? Like yeah. It's not or a classic. Remember brush strokes? No, no we're not as old. No, but that's very similar. It's like it wasn't all that funny, but it was just on a lot. Or waiting for God. Yeah, oh, God. something like that. Ironically, they're both still alive. They yeah. can do that. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah most of the people which is in 2.4 children. Yeah, 2.4 children. <laughs> on. I mean, there were bits of it that were all right, but that's not very... I did like the yeah. running gag where everywhere he went, they were just playing Hello by Adele. Yeah. Like, probably the yeah. best I don't know how they got music clearance on that, because... Because she's a big fan of the night. Nice I guess she must be. I guess she... It's the only thing I can think because of. Because um, I think... If we just go to our girl quickly, because this links... Oh, no, let's go to the comedy um, pilots. Pilots? Uh, Our ex-wife we talked about last week with Gary's scene, Gary Thorpe. Yeah, I I have to say, I quite like this. I think out of the ones I've seen, this was one of the better ones. Oh, out of the two you've seen? Well, no, I did also... I also saw Porridge, and... um, Well, that was not one of the pilots. These these are the pilots. Okay, out of the two pilots I've seen, this is the one that I like the most. I think it was more an American-style sitcom, which is why I think I liked it, and I agree with what Matt said last week. Uh, The fact that you had uh, Rose from Two uh, two and a Half Men in it made it very sort of Americanized. Uh, The only thing I didn't like, I didn't really like Robert Webb. If it had been someone to put Robert Webb... Did you not find them both very hateful characters? But that was the point of it, but I didn't quite believe Robert Webb. Yeah, but... As a then it's quite hard to like them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that that was the point. I mean, you had yeah, to like so, her. You had to like Rose. That was Melanie the thing most to like. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, but I just think for me, Robert Webb. I don't know. It just didn't seem right. I would have liked someone else other than him. I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no. On on the whole, and actually, I could see them doing something with that. I quite like the bits where they sort of in Dreamland killed each other. You know, the fantasy. Just it just didn't work. I don't think. Yeah, I, I liked it. Okay, uh, and Motherland, which was let me just cue that up because we yeah, haven't come. talked about that yet. Uh, Motherland, which is uh, written by four people: uh, Sharon Horgan, Graham Linehan, Graham Linehan's wife, and Holly Walsh. Yeah. Uh, too many cooks. Yeah. Too many cooks. See the whole nine minute version, though. It takes a lot to make a stew. A pinch of salt and laughter, too. A scoop of kids to add the spice. A dash of love to make it nice. And you've got too many cooks. Too many cooks. Too many cooks.
many cooks. Our family is like a soup. Everyone adds an extra scoop. Mix an ounce of a smile so sweet. A dash of cool to add the heat. And you've got too many cooks. 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 It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. This was about uh, Anna Maxwell Martin's character, who was sort of a harassed mum of two. Basically, followed the day of her trying to find someone to look after her kids, and she sort of encountered the sort of uh, council of mothers led by uh, Lucy Punch's sort of haughty. Like in all Graham Linhan sitcoms, you get these sort of three outsiders, don't you? Um, got it in the they gang together. Father Ted and in Black Books, and in this you've got Anna Maxwell Martin, you've got. Uh, Diane Morgan, is it? Diane Morgan, yeah. And, and the and the guy, the actor, do we know? No, I can't remember his name. The single dad who who's yeah. trying to get in with the the sort of popular mums. Um, I thought this was okay. I think it showed I, again. I think it's one of these where all the other critics really like it, and we're they like, did, yeah. Uh, I thought it's all right, and I like. I it did to me feel like we've got to get all this plotting because this is his setup episode. So by yeah. the end, we get three characters together so we can then go on with the rest of the series. Uh, but I did think, as Luke said, too many cooks. Too many cooks. Our family is like a soup. Everyone adds an extra scoop. Mix an ounce of a smile so sweet. A dash of cool to add the heat. And you've got too many cooks. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Too people wrote it it makes more sense because it did feel very disjointed it did feel like two or three comedies put together but like the cringy bits you could tell with sharon hall <coughs> yeah the sort of more not well, holly about... walsh is a new mother so i'm guessing that there's you know Didn't some sort holly of not walsh... new mother show right. like, holly uh, walsh and sharon walsh hall holly walsh holly walsh and sharon yeah. hall and wrote dead oh, boss death together boss. yeah, yeah. I liked the bit where she turned up at school on the wrong day. Yeah, that was all. The first five minutes were very funny, I thought. But that bit. gag carried on just that little bit too long when it got to the bit where she they called up the, the the mother of the child that she claimed was bullying, which was the excuse. It was just like, yeah, we understand that you've tried to lie your way out of it, but then it just got weird and it wasn't. It was just That's too like, weird. Like that is a very Sharon Hogan. Yeah, what they wanted to do was kind of get to a point at the end where these three groups of people were together. You know. The families and the three people were together, yeah. so it, it, it felt more like a. But that's a definitely pilot. a better series, I reckon. Yeah. yeah, but I just don't know if we've not seen it all before. So, Let me cue you up again. So I don't know why Adele's hello um, was how they got clearance for that. Well, let me. This brings me nicely onto Argo, Luke. Because, <laughs> Does um, it? 
<laughs> I was thinking about when in the beginning of Argo, I know Gary, you haven't seen this yet, so no, I'll try no. not to spoil as much of it as possible, but we learn uh, the uh, Michelle Keegan character, Georgie, and her uh, intended, her fiancé, their favourite song Elvis. is... Their, so, their favourite song is... She moves, in her, own way she moves in her own way by the kooks. And it's like, oh, we couldn't get the music rights or anything recently. That's what that Seriously, felt like is that me. the reason? That, oh, what it, thought... that is what it felt like to me. Yeah, because that song's from like 2006 or something. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been about seven at that point. Yeah, they're both, in their, early, I mean... well, they're both in their early 20s, aren't they? So they would have... Loving millennials. And Maybe. so I can't see that song being their favourite one, but it's no. probably like cheap because we spent all the money on Blooming Adele. But good and explosions. <laughs> well, that yeah. and sending them to what looked like a desert. South Africa. What do you think of the opening titles for this? Because You know, that's the only bit I've seen. And what I was do you think of the opening out. titles, Gary? It looks weird. She's kind of throwing this doll around or something. Well, it's it? like an action machine. Does she throw a doll down and then picks up an action man or something? That's it, that's yeah. It. And then it's all shot in kind of like slow to motion. Be, to be fair, I did do that this morning. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you picked the doll I, back up. Yeah, I did. I, I can't <laughs> leave you on playing. the floor, darling. It seemed out of place. It's hard to talk about this without spoiling it for the one person who hasn't seen it. But I'm okay. Again, Matt's review goes into more depth, um, but suffers again. I think from the same problem that the original series did. Michelle Keegan does an okay job filling Macy Two in his army boots, but the problem is the dialogue's just too clunky. There's a bit in it when. when Georgie's lands in in what is where is it supposed to be? Um, Africa? Is it no, Kenya. Uh, Kenya. 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 Her male army colleagues say to Captain James, "Who I don't, I can never decide if he can't act or he just gets cheesy lines to say. It's one or the other." But they say to him, "Oh, you've got moves like Jacker, sir. Whoever says that to anyone? It's a pathetic line of dialogue. There is a lot of bad dialogue that just clunks together, and I cannot work out. It's when writing act- the soldiers, isn't it? It's writing the sort of supporting soldier characters, where and they have like army consultants. They were at the screening, yeah. and it's like I don't think I I hated the dialogue as much as you did. I think well, it I, just takes you out of it. It's, I it, think it's it, the sexism, I think, isn't it? It's that aspect of it. I think well, I can so. believe that happens, it's, but it's just the way they address it. It just doesn't ring true it's at all. It's almost like been... he's quite uncomfortable there. He wants to get to the, sort of, the crisis centre and stuff like that. Those scenes where I think it shines more. How, how many like are there? Five. I, Sorry, I, I, I like the fact that it's not sort of, you know, you're not in the foxholes of Afghan again. You're sort of in yeah. In this refugee camp, in this centre. But I will say, I will say, if you get to the end of episode one, folks, then you'll need to watch episode two. If I could have oh, Gary, watched episode, there you go. if I could have watched episode two after the end of episode one, I would I have. have it. I think it's very gripping, and I think it wastes too much time on this clunky dialogue. Well, it wastes her... about twenty-five minutes in the UK at the beginning. We get all the sort of stuff about her own on life. her love life. I mean, yeah. I think it does. Michelle but Keegan then... and, and the show a disservice. If it was called Our Boy, it wouldn't be about his girlfriends all the time. Why does it have to be about her love life because she's a woman? I think it's unfair yeah. and does the show a disservice. The action sequences are really well done and really believable and really tense. There is actually, in the second episode, it is mainly, there's hardly anything about sort of romance. Because so even the first series, we bemoaned his seemingly insistence on putting Lacey Turner 
with uh, Ben Aldridge, who again I don't think can act. So they didn't really work well together. It's just the overnights don't look good for it. Nine million for the Bake Off, three point eight for Argo, which means What's nearly DCI Banks, and I don't have the figures for that. That well, means six million people it, it, turned it, it, off. Well, yeah, it did go up against the opening ceremony of the Paralympics. That only got two million, so that means yeah, six I, million people turned off. Oh. I think a lot of the the people who watched this, though, if you remember when we interviewed Tony Grounds last time, he was saying it was a lot of young people who watched it, and I think it will rise on consolidation. You think the overnights and things yeah, are a bad, I, I, a bad I, example yeah. of what I think, as we've said before about this, young people don't tend to watch the linear TV. I think the Bake Off audience is very much sort of middle England's. Oh, yeah. I think that's yeah. why we struggle with it, because it does cater to particularly young girls, because that's got to be the only reason why that's they what Tony, bang on That's what Tony said last time. He got lots of letters, didn't he, from like young girls from impoverished backgrounds. Was that, so you know, the three of us are not well-versed. I didn't think that I, you know, I could do what I wanted to do until I saw this. You know, like Molly was an inspiration... Like, because she went off to the army, I can maybe sort of do acting and stuff like, you know, I'm from a similar background to her. But Georgie didn't seem to be that sort of impoverished background, you know, because obviously Molly's was, she was in like a flat, wasn't she, with all her brothers and sisters. They could certainly afford a good wedding at the Manchester Cathedral. (laughs) It might be cheaper than you think in Manchester, I've not been there for a while. They did get that for an episode of Don't Tell the Bride, if I remember correctly. Oh, there you are. Uh, They just give it away. Uh, but I, yeah, no, I think I enjoyed it, and the second episode I think is stronger, which is is interesting for a drama. The other way around. Uh, should we move on to Bake Off? Have you seen Bake Off? I have seen Bake Off. Yes. Okay, so Bread Week, uh, lots of undercooked dough, which was a bit of it. Yeah, I didn't. There was one thing that I hadn't worked out from before. Apparently, those that uh, come very highly in Bread Week are those that make it to the final. Oh, yeah, uh, well, that's what Paul Hollywood said. He said the. The star baker on Bread Week has never yeah. not gone to the final. And he... He, he was the phallic bread at the end. Yeah, he was Thor's hammer and a snake. Right. <laughs> there was so I mean, to be fair, the, the kind of thing that they showed, I mean, like, Selassie's was, was just made up on the spot. There was a very strange week because uh, the, the old lady who we don't like uh, won the technical, but then oh. seemed to be in trouble. When I felt my, the, I the didn't think Michael bake-off. should have gone. Certainly in the first, in the signature, he did well. And yeah. he was sort of, top, he was sort of uh, higher end of the table in the technical. And then it's like, oh, we need to get rid of someone. They seemingly didn't want to get rid of Candice. I, I felt like she should No, got... I, yeah, you kind of feel like she's being a little bit protective. Yeah. I think she has got more talent, I think, actually. And I just think that they're trying to Bowler save her. should have gone by now. Well, yeah, I don't, and I'm beginning to wonder whether there's a reason why she hasn't, whether they... Because otherwise they had. Because didn't they get rid of the old guy last year? And then apparently there was a lot of old people viewers that were very upset. Norman. Norman, that's it. And he went quite early. And then apparently there was like letters to points of view, like you know. Okay. So. Um, maybe, and maybe also there's... now I feel like I don't need to know anything else about damp noodle. I, I know everything. I, I ever yeah. Need I I feel like we're damp noodled out. Yeah. Uh, we're damp. we But this damp. is this is the point. Once we get less contestants, you get more fringe things, don't you? You get more of Mel and Sue taking you on a visit to a bakery and a. I like the fact now we've learnt Mary Berry's like word of disdain that she uses. Have you noticed this now? No. Go on. What is it? The word informal. That icing is very informal. They kind of perhaps overdid the Paul Hollywood knows a lot about bread bit. Yeah, his eyes were sort of just like... Yeah, that. and it was kind of He does know like, a lot about bread, though, to be fair. Sure, I, I'm sure he does, but it was kind of like, oh, Paul Hollywood bread, ooh, you know. 
don't know, it just felt a little bit over the top. But uh, hey, good episode. And anytime you bring chocolate and bread together, I'm in. And next week, next week they're doing something new again. They're doing um, uh, like Yorkshire puddings, aren't they? They're, they're doing, doing batter. batter. So that would be Yorkshire puddings, pancakes, and it looked like well, it's like they said the showstopper not using an oven. That's right. Yes. Have you told your friends about this podcast? Okay, here we go. No. It's just not my idea of a good time. Tell them now. That's what the people want to hear. This is the Custard TV podcast. Good to the last drop. From thecustardtv.com. Strictly, do you review watch it? Nope. I actually kind of watched like a highlights thing because to be honest, that first show is very much just a case of pairing people. The, the, the early betting is all on Louise because she has got dance experience, isn't it? Oh, um, and, and people like that. So Claudia Fan, the gymnast, or whatever her name yeah. is. Yeah. But I've noticed there's calling her Claudia because of Claudia. That Winter. always annoys me. Always yeah. annoys me. Because they've already got Claudia. Yeah, so Claudia. If it's a cloudy day and you look up and it's got worse... That's Claudia. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> she's Claudia. No, 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 no. If you look up and it's cloudy, and then later on in that day you look up and it's worse, that's Claudia. <laughs> I can't believe we're having this conversation. I don't know. <laughs> After seeing them dance their group dance, I think the one that surprised me the most was uh, mm. Tamika Atson. Although I know she does the salsa on EastEnders, but she's well, that would be it. The unfair there. advantage. Do you think that the salsa in EastEnders is just them sort of casting for the next series? Do you think June Brown will be in? The well, next like, series oh, June Brown's of... done it. I've done the Christmas special already. I know, but I want to yeah. do it. If, if she did it, I would watch. Brown. Yeah, eighty-six-year-old like, June Brown doing like you know four days training and doing EastEnders as well. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Let's make that happen. We're big enough now. Let's kill off June Brown, is what you're yeah. saying, basically. Let's see, let's see what you can not do. Not this year. 2016 has been bad enough as it is. We can't yeah, kill off June yeah. Brown. Not till next she's year. the only one we've got left. Doing That's basically. right, yeah. She's, yeah. The, she's the only celebrity left. Well, just yeah, let's very end with Go 8-Bit. There you go. Yeah, Go 8-Bit, if I can just explain, is a, a kind of a sort of celebrity game show. It's actually quite a good format. Actually, what they do is they, um, they play an old game, then they play games that the celebrities... Like this week there, Susan Boyle. No. And David Sarandon. James. No. Sue. Perkins. No. Susan Cowman. Pollard. Susan Cowman. Sue Pollard. Susan Cowman. <laughs> Erasure Sue Pollard. And David James. <laughs> and both of them have been sort of, you know, discussed on gaming forums and things like that before David James had an addiction to... Uh, took video games that apparently stopped him from being England uh, captain. But I thought there was a good mix of nostalgia. There was kind of 80s play. They played a bit of Tetris, a bit of Chucky Egg. And they had a geek on there, a female geek, who might even be from Catford. A lady geek. A lady geek. Might even be from Catford. You certainly mentioned Catford in the show, which piqued my interest. Quite good. And if there are celebrities on there that you like... Then I think I, I think you would watch it. Pick of the week, then, when we uh, test your ability to watch telly in the week. Not a great deal to come this week. Cold Feet will be mine Monday at nine on ITV because I think the second episode is, I think, even stronger because it moves into what the storylines for the series are going to be after now setting up. Um, no, the premise now of the you've, return. You've understood who the characters are after. Yes. After. I'll go for Argyle, uh, Wednesday, 9pm, um, just because I've seen it already and it is very good. And it's very, it's just very different from anything else you'll see on TV. The one thing I will say, and I don't think this is a spoiler, is that I yeah. think there might be a bit of controversy from like about the way they sort of portray Muslims in the second episode. Blooming ISIS. 
that's not much of a spoiler, is it? Mm. Blooming Isis. And I will go for the second series of Aquarius, which is coming back on Sky Atlantic next Friday. Uh, it's a crime drama set in the 60s with David Duchovny, uh, him of the X-Files. Uh, and it's a brand new case, so they're no longer uh, carrying on from last season. It's a brand new case. Um, and uh, yeah, Is, it, is like... it the same case as last time? No, it's a brand new case. So, so Gary, it isn't one that we've seen before, no? No, it's a br- if I could just repeat that, it's a brand new case. Popper's got okay. a brand new case. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> also, uh, this week I had a chance to watch an upcoming Channel 4 drama called National Treasure, starring Robbie Coltrane. Oh, yeah, they've started trailing that already. They've started trailing that. It is superb. We'll be raving about that in weeks yeah, to come. Yeah, I, I like the Parent- Paranoid and the Level, which are coming to ITV. One yeah. I like, one we've seen before. And Damned on Channel 4, Joe Brand, Alan Davis, Himesh Patel, Izzy Sutty, and Kevin all Elden. based Kevin Alden, all based in children's services. If you saw the pilot on Sky Arts, you'll know vaguely what it is. If you don't, don't worry, because Damned the series is really damn good I think you'll find so we'll be talking about I, that I'm really well. looking forward to Hunted as well they started trailing that and it, again I've, I've Channel really 4 liked... again look like they're going to have a strong autumn yeah uh, Celebrity the Celebrity Island as well featuring one of mine and Matt's favourite people in the whole telly land Mark from the hotel last yeah. time oh, we saw him on the, yes. on the island on the island can oh, you believe oh my lord <laughs> <laughs> for everyone <laughs> Okay. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine party night on the island? <laughs> I can't wait. If, if like me, you've seen the hotel, this means nothing to you. Oh, it, oh, I can't wait to see that. I'm so look. I don't know, but I saw his okay. name and I'm like, I'm watching it regardless of who else was on it. I can't well, wait. Not brought Alison with him as well, I think. No, but God, she wouldn't last a day, would she? Um, that that is coming uh, on Sunday, uh, the day the Paralympics finish. Not this Sunday coming, but in a couple of weeks. Matt and Gary will be doing the podcast for a bit while I organise myself in a different location again. So they will all be available on the Twitter sphere. I'm at Luke Custer TV. Matt's at Matt's TV Bites and Gary's at The Gary Show. You can also like us on our designated Facebook page, which is facebook.com. Oh, I did have a shout out. Custer uh, TV. I oh, it's shout out. I love it. Um, just give me pads, pads. Okay, I, I've been. Oh. You say I never go back to anything. I've gone back to Parks and Recreation on um, Amazon. Oh. I've almost finished Series 5, so I've now got 6 and 7 to go. Yeah, but seven uh, is on Dave, so you'll you'll have missed the boat. And no, 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 it's seven. on it's on Amazon. It's now been uploaded. Is it really? Yeah. Ah, you're in. That's how I got there. back into it because I got an email from Amazon saying, "Oh, we've just we've just put on series seven. It's I my, thought, I'll it's go my back f- and... it's my favourite Parks and Rec. It is up there okay. with I will some I will of the best. Honestly, if you've never seen Parks and Rec and you've got don't an Amazon account, don't bother with series one. Don't bother with one. Go straight to two, like I did. And you will do. I and, just devoured that. And if you don't that. love Ron Swanson, I don't want to know you. Stephen Rowe is the. Latest. Oh, we've forgotten who he is. What's this for now? We've padded for too long. This is Facebook shout out. Oh yes, Facebook shout out. And I hope to be back in time to discuss in great depth National Treasure and um, Hunted and Damned and all Where great stuff. Where are you stuff moving to? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Jupiter. No, maybe he's going to be on the next series of Hunting. Maybe he is doing a Celebrity Island. 
Maybe oh, no, I no, am. No, he's, oh. he's on Hunted. He can't tell us where he's going. I can't no. tell you. And also, I can't tell you what. Oh, you my wouldn't get last long on Hunted. No, can you no. imagine? I would. I would be literally hunted. We'll just we'll just pop along to Greg's. Ah, oh, there he is. Yeah, yes. using his credit cards <laughs> to buy one last sausage roll. Yeah, yeah, before you head off. And the cream horn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right then. Bye bye. Bye bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.